Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social sitting across from me, Paul Mattingly. Across from me, Matt Donnelly. Jacob the audio. Max Hedrum. I've got eye worms. Oh, no, no. That was from the last episode. You brought it right back in. Eye worms. Oh, God. Just like making Paul uncomfortable. Stop it. Eye worms. Guys, big announcement. Big announcement. I don't have music for big announcement. I know. Big announcement. Big announcement. That's terrible. Don't do that ever again. Um, really, really big uh, announcement. Uh, and you won me over. <laughs> uh, January 30th, Saturday, January 30th. Right? I'm just double checking that the date, right? That's January Eve Eve. <laughs> February, February Eve Eve. February Eve Eve. <laughs> February Eve Eve, January 30th. I'll be uh, in Alibi. Oh. I'll be in Alibi all day. So, as uh, doing the show. Yeah, I'm doing the show. Everyone knows I. A while ago, I wrote and and, uh, and and directed the show. It's an interactive show that happens on the Strip. It happens eight times a day, but if you go to alibitheshow.com, uh, you can take part in kind of like a mystery heist type of plot where you meet all kinds of crazy characters uh, throughout the day and try to solve a, a, a mystery. And uh, I will be in that show. I can't give you more details because everything's a surprise. Just know that you'll, uh, you'll encounter me, and if you do, let me play my character and don't call me Matt. <laughs> uh, and if you want discount uh, discount uh, tickets to that show you just put in uh, the, the code HeyScoops H-E-Y-S-C-O-O-P-S HeyScoops Ryer our intern is delivering tea like the intern bitch he is woohoo where are you going Ryer more tea we're really we're, now we're taking advantage of him. one cup of tea <laughs> is funny to give to an intern but two teas no man <laughs> Paul disagrees. <laughs> That's it. No, man. And <laughs> no. Nope. It just went right back to bed. <laughs> That's how it should be. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. The, uh, alibi comes with uh, food and drink as well. You get a couple rounds of drinks and some food. And it's very funny. And it's funny. It's a funny show. The kids like it. Uh, I went to... Uh, well, actually, we should talk about how we didn't win the lottery. <laughs> lottery you guys numbers were drawn. Sure Oh, I won. No, I don't think you did. I don't think you went out to Chico, uh, California. I won to, to, $8. Oh, you did win $8. <laughs> yep. Well, you got one number? That's not true. Uh, the absinthe group that, oh, that pooled in pool won $8. $8. <laughs> Hilarious. Was that two numbers or one number? Uh, that is the uh, we On a couple of our tickets, we got the Powerball number. <laughs> you, get, you get $2 per Powerball number. So we got four Powerball numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Big winners! What are you guys gonna do with it? Uh, we have decided to let the person who bought our tickets in LA keep the eight dollars. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Rather than I, divide it up, like because it comes up to like fifty cents each. Oh yeah, no, I'm joking. I knew that. I knew yeah, that yeah. no one was gonna be like, give me my cut. Give me my cut of the earnings. Yeah, cut my losses. <laughs> I thought like during the billion dollar Powerball, there wasn't a better time to win like a major poker game. Oh yeah! Like you could have won, you could have won five million at a poker game, or or won like the other major Pish lottery, posh. and you wouldn't have even been on the news, you know. Yeah. And that's the hardest part is when you win these big sums of money, is that they you have to go on the news, like right. it's part of the deal is that you accept the the money in public. Well, in all but 
I think like eight states, the yeah. lottery actually puts your name out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they put the winners' names out. So like everyone's gonna know that you you got this cash. That you just won a billion dollars. So like while this billion dollar thing was happening, it would have been really good to just win any other lottery, yeah, like yeah. win any other thing. Then you can never just escape under the radar. Um, I was surprised I didn't win. Honestly, I thought <laughs> I thought I had a real clever strategy of not buying a ticket that yeah. would help me win, and it did not. So you may have one. <laughs> That's true. I may. <laughs> you you might already be a winner. I might already be a winner. Like the publisher's clearinghouse. Um. There's a classic bit that I don't know. I think probably some people have done on the internet, but I haven't seen. But the, the best bit to do is to go buy the winning number lottery ticket the next the day, day after. Yeah, yeah. And then show up and go show like a family member or somebody that you're like, what do I do? What do I do? And then you just hand them the lottery number. Right. And they freak the fuck out. It's a really mean joke. Yeah. No, I, I saw a video of someone doing that to their mom. They, uh, they did doing it to, what to their mom? They did it to their mother. They, they, the got, lottery joke? The, they got the winning, okay. the winning numbers. Like the day you're from Louisiana, something. so when you say you saw a video of someone doing it to their mom, I thought, <laughs> "Oh, those videos too." I, mean, I can I can forward you those links. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't I didn't know you were into that. They're luckier than lottery winners. <laughs> I tell you that much. They won the lottery. They got lucky. The genetic lottery. <laughs> <laughs> the chances of that kicking out normal are one in a billion. <laughs> mm. Um. So yeah, but no, there's no no big stories of lottery winners yet. I guess they haven't all come forward. Yeah, I, I think well because there was the guy in Vegas that won like six hundred thousand dollars. Right, I went to Prim and bought a ticket and got like six hundred six hundred grand. And uh, then I think a couple of other people. I think one one of the winners because I think they split three three ways, right? Yeah, I think one of the winners has been announced. Okay, but I'm not sure about that. That person's now lynched and dead. Yeah, that person's already already gotten like fifty eight marriage proposals. Yeah, in the last ten minutes, one of them was from you. Yeah, I, they were all from me. <laughs> How do you think I know such a specific number? <laughs> They're all from me under different names with yeah. different headshots. Yeah, uh, I took the kids sledding yesterday. Where Mount Charleston? Oh yeah, there's snow up there. I never. Yeah, that's a good place to go sledding, right? <laughs> the places where there's snow is. I uh, I uh, I've never I never uh, it was the first time sledding with my child. So it was okay. adorable and awesome as a dad. Sure. Man, uh, does Mount Charleston not want you to go there? They just do not want you there at all. Uh, it's not terribly easy to get to. It's not terribly easy to get to. And then uh, I went uh, I went on Martin Luther King Day, uh-huh. which means that all the public parks are closed. Oh, I right. Guess. So... All the parks are closed, and there's not much of a town to the town area there. Yeah. There's like a couple lodges, and then everyone just is then parking on the side of the street. So, like, cops were out in, like, full force, and then, like, there's these volunteer, I guess, like, neighborhood watch people that look like they were cops. They were dressed in these outfits with these kind of badges on their snow head, snow uh, hat, rather. Their snow heads? Their snow heads. They were snowmen. I buried the lead. Snowmen <laughs> talked to me yesterday. <laughs> Snowman We're tried to arrest him. And it's so strange because like it's all these people like trying to make sure you don't go drive down the street and don't park anywhere and like all these signs and all these cones. Stay off my and then like property. Yeah, oh, just yeah. Every, people out in drives and then the cops just um they not only would they ticket you for being on the, if you if your if your wheels weren't completely off the road, if your if your wheels were like on the on the line on the road in any way, they wrote a ticket for you and then they also took like um that yellow windshield writing. Oh stuff. yeah, and that that wax. Yeah, thing. That, yeah, that yellow wax one wrote yeah. right sighted on your car. Why? Why did they so do that? If, so that if you took off the ticket, nobody would ticket you again. 
I it seems g- like they would want to do that, though. I don't know. I don't know either, but it just it just was like it seemed, so, everyone just like, and so it was all these people. It, it felt like you know what it felt like. Uh, the analogy I could, could come up with the feeling was like if you're at like a uh, like a marijuana parade like a like a free like legalize it parade uh-huh. and like everyone's smoking weed but then like some people are getting tickets and oh, you, right. and you're, and you're kind of looking around like wait what what can and can I get away with here because it just was a bunch of people with their kids wanting yeah. to go sledding right that's all that was up there was just people wanting to go sledding and like because well, school was out school was out and uh, all the parks were closed and so everyone's just parking on the side of the street trying to find some place yeah. to go sled. And uh, cops were just kind of driving up and like yelling at people and citing some cars and some not. And I was circling around a lot because my youngest was like napping in the car. But I was like, I was like, it was the weirdest thing is the cops were kind of aggressive. The neighbors were kind of like, the neighborhood watch people were just kind of like, get out of here. Go, there's other places to go play. Like, just go right. to another neighborhood, you know. And I was like, all you're shooing away people with their children. You know what I mean? Like, this is not. You know what it reminds me of? It we're remi- not like a bunch of spring breakers, you know. Yeah. Like we're not about to just fucking trash the place with beer cans. You're yelling at, at middle class people with kids to to go somewhere else. Yeah, that's it, what you're doing. Yeah, and like we're. And I, know remind- you, I know you only have two businesses here, but we're going to those businesses. <laughs> it reminds me of the people that don't want uh, trick or treaters to come to their neighborhood from other neighborhoods. That's right. That's that's what it kind of felt like. I, and like I was listening to all these people kind of deal with it like all trying to like talk to the cops trying to figure out what the hell is going on and I was trying to, and I was getting yelled at at one point by a cop and Ooh. I was like I was like pulled off the side of the road my tires were still on the road he's like you're in the middle of the street and I was about to like a dick because you know I'm a dick with yeah. this stuff was about to pull into the middle of the street and play dumb I was going to pull right into the middle of the street and be like what oh I thought you wanted me to get in the middle of the street I thought you said get in the middle of the street but then my wife went over to try to charm them into not giving me a ticket for where I was parked so I thought let's not do this bit I bet she succeeded too right she did yeah because she's a lovely she's lady charming. she's a charming lovely lady uh, I have breaking news from, breaking news fact check says I seem to recall Jacob having a fascination with the union protest rat yes it's up at casino center and gas today Nice. Casino Center and what? Gas. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, is that is those, those are two streets? Is Gas mm-hmm. a street? Casino Center and Gas. Where's that? It's downtown somewhere. I don't know. By the way, fact check Andy. If you want to check facts, we all have a fascination with the rat. <laughs> we all. It's a love. giant inflatable rat. A we giant love inflatable it when rat. When you get the rat out, get the rat out. Get the rat out. All right, that guy did. Out that guy did not win the union presidency, by the way, because I'm pretty sure his only platform was "I'll get the rat out more." <laughs> Yeah, ah, and then the other people just stole his platform. Yeah. Now the rat's everywhere. He didn't win, and the rat is on the loose. Yep. I think <laughs> I, I think that guy actually got twelve votes. Get the rat out more. How many How many votes could he get? Uh, I mean, there are thousands of union members in town. <gasps> twelve votes. I believe he got twelve. What? People don't like that guy. Oh, they don't, I thought that maybe they didn't like the rat. And those no, I was gonna say the the twelve votes were cats. <laughs> they, he should have dressed up as the rat. He should have just been the rat. He That's another episode of Black Mirror you got to watch. The guy dresses up as a uh, union rat. No, the the <laughs> virtual reality political thing. It's really good. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's really. good I was suddenly much more interested in Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just yeah. for a moment, though. Yeah. No, you should see it, dude. It's really, really good. Um. So good it's Ryer's last. Uh, uh, last day. cast. Last last cast. It is last cast. I got him. Paul last cell phone. cast for Luke. Uh, Ryer is here uh, for that impersonation. No, uh, 
Ryan, if, is, is it's there the any, only reason we got an intern is so that Matt could send him off that way. Is there any Vegasy things that you haven't seen here that you wanted to see that you haven't gotten in yet? Uh, I, I would like to see the area around the Art Square Theater during the day more. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I came here, I'd love to check that out. <laughs> um, but no, I, I mean I've I've done a lot of really crazy cool stuff. So I'm. We also should get you to the Neon Boneyard as an artist. I think Ooh, you should see that. Yeah. Yeah. He was telling me the other day he wants to do that. Uh, you still want to do the tiki the tiki bar? Well, of course. Yes. Yeah. Paul's, Paul's tiki bar and, and the pepper mill. Haven't done the pepper mill. <laughs> okay. These are all these are all doable things. Yeah. yeah. We've got we've got uh, a week. Jacob is kind of uh, obsessed with taking your strip club, but you don't share that obsession. Right. To be fair. Yeah. I'm obsessed with taking Ryer and Paul together to the strip club. That's true. That's true. It's a package deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've but done the strip club thing. As long as there's ham and eggs. <laughs> oh, there's ham and eggs. <laughs> Paul is the guy that actually goes to the strip club for the food. Anytime no, you see like a no, sign outside the strip club for like wings, you're like, who yeah. the fuck's going there? The, the last time we Paul, went Paul to a strip club, yeah. we had food. And massages, and I was in fucking heaven. I, I also, I did actually, I joined you in that, and I, they, they both were good. Really good. I had a steak salad. Delicious steak. And, delicious uh, back rub. masseuse was really good. Yep. I was like, why have I ever gotten the lap dance? I should get massages every <laughs> time like, I come. I'm like, man, f- I'll pay you even more. This oh, is really good. And the listener pointed that we buried the lead on... Uh, we, you know, we did a throwback episode of Rachel Bloom's episode. We talked about how she created Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. She was talking about that on our podcast. In that episode, we talked about going to a strip club with her. Mm-hmm. Which was great fun. And the guy was like, if you're going to talk about the podcast you did with Rachel Bloom, talk about the fact that you guys went to a strip club with her. Yeah, it was great. And I was like, all right. That's fair. That's fair. So here you go. There, we did it. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Lead exhumed. So, Ryan, you do not want to go to a strip club. Uh, I mean, it's not that I... Are you going to say you're not a strip club guy? Because that's my favorite. Uh, no, it's, it's, I'm not really a strip club guy. As if the rest of us just go there all the time. <laughs> that whole that whole scene. I'm just not really into it like you are, Matt. Yeah, it's like, I'm not a scumbag, Matt. You are a scumbag. I mean, I see you've got nine out of ten punches on your punch card. <laughs> that's true. But I, it's only because th- I get the coffee on the tenth. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that whole world is very foreign and scary to me. Uh, now, you have a girlfriend? I do. It, would she care if you went to a strip club? Uh, Are we allowed to talk about her on the air? This is it bad news? Yeah, she probably doesn't care. She a vampire? Well, <laughs> you, duh. But I mean, no, I. Uh, I knew it. No, I don't. I. Should we call her? No. <laughs> we should should we call her live we on the sh- air? We sh- well, we. Uh, no, we shouldn't. Call okay. Her on the air. Um, but yeah, she she'd probably be like grudgingly okay with it. Like, oh, it's something that guys do. I get it. Oh, okay. But, but That's I, how I think every girl is. Yeah. <laughs> she, wouldn't, she wouldn't be happy about it. I would we say... We should call her on the air and I talk would about say, this. Because I haven't asked her about the other thing that I'm doing later this week either. What is the other what thing are, what, you're doing? Oh, the thing you're doing with Paul. Yeah. Oh. You, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can talk. We should talk about. We're that. going you're, to the porn convention. Yeah, you're going to the porn convention. Yeah. I was like, why, why aren't we talking about? This? I don't know. For, yeah, for a I, day. Just, I just looked at both eyes. Like, am I not supposed to talk about it? But for an the, afternoon, yeah. You we haven't talked go. to her about it, and we just talked about it now on the air. Yeah. So now you're in trouble. Uh, but I think oh, with the rela- the relationship that she and I have, I don't think she'll. She care. should not. She should be totally okay. You're with going, going to just to look at the art and and the articles and the articles. Yeah. That's why I'm going. So articles, the articles. I go there of clothing that are missing. Yeah. Circle Newtown. 
things being Zoe. <laughs> so just girl. just your girl. Yeah, she's kind of the only person I've ever really felt attracted to in any way. Oh. <laughs> But not attracted enough to fuck. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Just on a scale of one to ten, there's only that kind of makes the dial go like. How you doing? <laughs> and how did you know? Like, in other words, like, okay, so how do two asexual people end up dating? That's what I want to know. How do you end up finding someone who's also not into? It's like when sex? trees do it. Uh, wind blows <laughs> a little bit of pollen just finds we, another little piece of pollen Zoe and I rely on bees a lot there you go. <laughs> uh, like I was walking into school one day and there was just there was like that guy in the full you know the net cover the bee mm-hmm. keepers thing. yeah and he he was just like walking around with Zoe and I was like what's going on he's like this girl doesn't do anything she just relies on bees to pollinate and I was like <laughs> oh damn that's my type of girl true story true, true story, story. No, I mean, I do understand the idea of companionship without sex. Sure. But not at your age, I don't. At your age, I did not understand that. No. I think, I mean, the reason why I would hesitate to say, like, asexual yeah. is if it came up, it would happen. Okay. It's just, yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Possible sex. <laughs> it just doesn't. Not closing that door. When it comes up, it happens. Look out. <laughs> uh,. But yeah, it's just it's just not. I, I think the, us being the way we are, I think it just kind of was a coincidence. Okay. Because we were we were buds, hung out a lot. Okay. And then just one day I was like, "Do you just want to just date? You want to be boyfriend or girlfriend?" She's like, "Yeah, duh. I've been waiting for you to ask me that." So really, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play drops often, but when I do, <laughs> pretty uh, fucking good. Uh, so. Are you like would would uh you're going to for five years, mm-hmm. like would marriage ever be a thing that you think about, or do you give a shit about that? Um, well, I'm 21, so not yet. No, I mean everything <laughs> um, everything you just everything you're describing to me, uh, sounds like a religious upbringing thing, but it's not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, I um. So in other words, like I'm just trying to figure out like you might be the like the anyone else who I've ever heard kind of speak this way, there's either some kind of religion thing or some kind of uh, other sexual thing happening. I don't think that about you. I don't, I'm, 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 you're the first person that's washing over me as authentic. So I'm curious about it. Is this, should we not talk about it? I can move on. No, we could talk about it. I I went sledding with my kids yesterday. (laughs) Oh, I thought you said you went slutty with my. I went <laughs> slutty. I was like, what? Went I went real slutty. slutty. I was uh, like, listen, if we're going down this mountain, take off your shirt. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Here, put on some rouge. La, 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 la. <laughs> rouge. <laughs> oh, I'm going to rouge up my babies before we go down How this How is down that the creepiest thing that Paul has ever said? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's definitely the creepiest thing Paul has ever said, but how is that it? Because <laughs> the image of rouging up babies. It's just like, oh. Toddlers and tiaras. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, as, as much as I want to go into my kids letting it up, I think I still want to talk to you about this. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> Um, so what about like, did you ever like, even as a kid, did you imagine yourself like married when you were older or like having children when you were older? Uh, married. Yes. Children. I've never really thought about never really thought too about. much. Um, I've, I mean, if, sometimes I entertain the idea, but it's just not anything that makes sense to me even. And I, I, I just don't want to think about that. 
But marriage, yes, I have. Marriage, I like the idea of. Okay. Not not so much the. Um, uh, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of like. The honeymoons, you guys don't bother. You know what I mean? Well, it's an excuse to travel. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but like, I like the idea of of having a ceremony to celebrate something that you've already been doing for a long time. I think that's really funny. I don't know why, and I love the idea that that ceremony makes it important for some reason. It's like it's like okay, you've been living together, you guys have been like together for five years, and now we've had this one day where we spent a bunch of money, and now it's official that you guys are together. Right. I think that's hilarious, and I I, I like the idea of like that being a starting point for a, a new thing, even though it's not. I, yeah. I'm not really explaining that properly, I guess, but um, you're close I, enough. I like the idea of marriage. I think it's cool. I like I like the idea of of doing that but i also understand that you know you know marriage because of love is a very recent thing it's not really you used to be historically you mean yeah yeah i mean it used to be like you get married because it was a big like like oh we get money if you get married to this guy and then when the idea of romantic love kind of started becoming a that's factor, why actually married jacob i don't know yep <laughs> um but yeah then when you but then when like, rocking that dowry <laughs> when um romantic love got introduced like look at it. you just started you started talking about love it's, I know. and paul got out his phone to start looking at anything else the whole room died <laughs> it's... Paul, and even me calling him out hasn't made him engage in this conversation <laughs> um, i'll give you an no, indian burn i'm i'm with you i had a tiny <laughs> tiny wedding i concur is that all you're taking away from this conversation <laughs> with ryer and and you're right like wedding you know it didn't the thing the whole marriage thing if Ann and I had it to do again we probably wouldn't get married uh, if we had been together maybe another two years we probably would have just said fuck it we'll just live together but there are some advantages unfortunately uh, as far as like um, healthcare and first of first of kin oh stuff oh yeah. boy oh now I remember <laughs> long distance I, I really do love that snakey oh man <laughs> mm-hmm. yep those were good times <laughs> Back when I had a heart and gave a fuck <laughs> about life. <laughs> had dreams. So I'm good. proud to call you my bitch. <laughs> she knows it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Paul's disinterest has thrown me, so I'm going to move yeah. on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's a it's a weird institution. That's not what I'm... Ryan, I'm curious about Ryan, not marriage. But that's what he was talking about. Sure. All right. So, who here drinks cereal milk? This is on the Paul we'll get into. <laughs> of course, I drink cereal milk. So do I. But I don't use. I don't have cereal very often. My wife. But I rarely I'm, have much cereal milk left. On my, the times that I eat cereal, I drink the cereal milk. So do I. It depends on the cereal. Lucky Charms, no way. Fuck you. <laughs> I like because it. it's so gritty and it, funked well, up. It turns into sludge. Yeah, it's gritty and funked up. I'll yeah. grant you that. Lucky Charms cereal milk. That's not cereal milk. That's like oatmeal. It's the pudding skin of cereal milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Now, come on. No, you're right. That, that'd be a good thing. Right? Um, <laughs> you mean it's delicious <laughs> and nutritious? Uh, some cereal is made to drink cereal milk, like Cocoa Pebbles. Then you get chocolate fucking milk. Of course you're going to drink the milk. It's chocolate milk. Right. Good. Some cereal, like blueberry, turns it blue, and you get blue milk. Or frankenberry turns it uh, to strawberry, pink. Yeah. Keep going, Paul. What are some other cereals? Other cereals <laughs> include kicks. Kid tested, mother approved. Cereal milk changes color very little. Uh, then you have like Cheerios. 
I really like eating a bowl of Cheerios, but just dumping like a cup of sugar on it and then eating the granulated. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> you know, it sinks to the bottom, so you get like that milky, sugary sludge. I never eat sugar on oh. my cereals anymore. I just buy sugary cereals. Oh, no. But I don't even eat cereal that often. Cereal's really bad for you. This is what we could talk and about more than Ryer's sexual proclivities What's or lack mean? thereof is Ryer and sugar. <laughs> Ryer eats more sugar than like a fly that only eats sugar water. That's his, that's <laughs> that's his sex. Metaphor. <laughs> yeah. That's his sex. He's a hummingbird. It's probably what's jacking up his sex stuff in his brain. <laughs> He's Ryer, all sugared out. Ryer explained to SJ and I one night, and I hope I'm not speaking out of school. I don't think I am, though. Ryer explained to SJ, SJ and I one night that there are times when he eats so much candy that he loses feeling in his extremities. No, no, no. I don't eat the candy too. Lo- I don't I mean I don't lose it from eating the candy. I think eating all the candy has led to occasionally going numb in my fingertips. Yes, and- no, that's what he just described. But yeah, I, that's what I mean. The way you said it was like, oh, I eat candy until I can't feel anymore. No, that's not what I meant at all. I meant but that you're, that you're you like, do. You, your extremities are getting ready to just what run if, away. Why did you tell I don't me purposefully about- overdosed? I accidentally overdosed. What did yes. you tell me? You went to Reddy's. His first night is staying at Reddy's, and Reddy's has a bowl of, like, guest gobstoppers. Well, they're not for guests. They're for Reddy. <laughs> so he's got, like, a big old bowl of... It's like a private stash. It's, like a, it's like a fruit bowl. A fruit bowl full of, of... Of jawbreakers and, like, atomic fireballs. Right. And those are, like, one of those... How long does one of those last you, Matt? A gobstopper or, or a bowl a fa- of gobstoppers? A, a fireball. How long does one of those big old pieces of candy last you? Like I'm saying, am I eating one, and how long does it last me? Yep. Uh, like, I feel like uh, 20 minutes before I get bored and don't finish it. Right. Okay. Yeah. How much did you eat, Ryer? I think, well, I ate like 10 the first night I was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I believe that's more that I've eaten in, in my life. Right. Yeah. This guy will not be stopped by gobstoppers. Nope. He's a gop goer. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, I, Paul took me on a date a couple weeks ago. Lovely. We were driving around and he was, I, I told him that I, about the, the fingertip thing. And he's just started yelling at me. And he's like, you need to not do that. You're going, you can't, it gets to a point where you can't turn it around. What is, what's wrong with you? You need to stop. I believe that point is right before you can't feel feelings in your extremities. <laughs> and then he immediately took me to Toys R Us and bought me candy. <laughs> Paul, that's called enabling. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> um, I'm a really good enabler. He yelled first, though. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, my wife... Uh, We've been together for 10 years. Uh-huh. Um, and we don't have sex. Uh, but Only for procreation. I drank cereal <laughs> Just milk. twice. I drank... I, I, you know, with my stupid... I'm drinking, like, what I, what I call flavorless cinnamon bricks. Those are my cereal. I have, I have like, weird weird Whole Foods kind of cinnamon brick thing. Oh, right. That I eat. Uh, and, uh, they just have a little bit of cinnamon on them. Like, yeah, they're basically like, like, like crunchy fiber of cinnamon bricks. in the yeah. box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get any good around. at all? Is there any joy from that? Uh, now, yes. Now, yes. Okay, good. Because like it's it's my that's it's, it's your my super sugar. Treat. Yeah, yeah. So I have cinnamon bricks. I flavor the cinnamon bricks. I make my kid call them cinnamon bricks. <laughs> they're called puffins or something like that. Puffins. Yeah. Like the bird. Yeah, and then they on the back of the box they say they're going to explain it, and then they just tell a story that does not explain it at all. They're like. If you wonder why our thing is called puffins, and then just go into like all these facts about the birds, and then like the end. <laughs> oh, so like, they actually reference the birds? Yeah, but th- but no, there's no reason to it. Like I don't know why cinnamon bricks mean the bird. They don't they don't connect that dot for me. When you uh, you know that that one island where all the puffins go. Yeah, and they all shit on that wall. Yeah, 
That's the flavor. That's, that's, that's probably closer to <laughs> that's, that's probably closer to, to where we're talking about puffin scrapings. I uh, uh, yeah. So I then I drank cereal milk in front of her, and then she literally was like, she went mad, and I was like, what? She was like, you you just drank cereal milk. That's not like you know you're not, you're not gonna drink cinnamon from the bowl. And I was like, who? I literally was like, what? Why the fuck not? Yeah. I what, guess it, what are you supposed to do? Throw it away? That's what I said. I hope Matt responded in exactly that tone. And I, I didn't. I actually laughed because I was like, wait a minute. Because, you know, I'm, I, I'm at home. I am a bitch of a human being. <laughs> I, I just listen, you know, as best I can. Oh, you've just put it at home now? <laughs> I guess not, Jacob. I guess you're right. <laughs> um, uh, I... Was like I had to laugh like wait a minute I'm not backing off of this one I had to get that laugh like no 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 first of all I was like have you never seen me drink cereal milk up until this moment like we've been together for ten years who doesn't drink cereal milk I don't know women no I don't know I have no idea she made me feel like I was a barbarian no man like a, a knuckle dragging banging rock for fire ogre of a human being for drinking cereal milk and divorce her. <laughs> Um, you know, sex feels good, right? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like just in general, like philosophically, like people say that. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Do you feel like it won't? No, I just don't think about it. <laughs> I'm just curious. All right, we have some scoop mail, physical scoop mail. Oh yeah, yeah, we got some uh, some physical scoop mail. Message for you, son. Uh, the puffin cereal was named after an employee went to Alaska and liked puffins. Yeah, there's that, there's the reason. That's, that's how boring. That's that, not a reason. That's even, in like the very fine print at the bottom. Of even the box. even the exciting thing about the cereal is boring. That's how flavorless the cereal is. This they, is this you is they the like a bird. This is what's until fucked they named up. the cereal after it. Unfortunately, there is something to this that keeps me from going into eating better. Because terrible food has the best marketers and the best copy ad. Sure. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And you read like, whole delicious is made from good stuff. Yeah. Enjoy. And <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, but I, I've authentically gotten to the place where eating like really sugary things for real. It's too much. It's too much. Right. And now I eat cinnamon bricks, That's great. and it tastes good to me. That's great. And it I mean, took I re- a very long time to get. You eat a small remember, Alaskan bird. Yeah. I remember after my tater fast how delicious corn was. There right. was nothing greater. Yeah, I know it can be done. The sweet corn is actually—it's not just a name. No, it no. can be done. It can be done. It can alter those uh, taste buds. I didn't eat hardly anything yesterday, and it was great. I'm gonna do more of that. Oh, good. All right. I'm tired of this fucking food stuff. That's 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 I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. It's you don't gross. need to eat that much. No. Uh, so we have some physical scoop mail that, I, and I think it's all from Ryer. It's all from me. This is all physical scoop mail from Ryer. Did you send this to us? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a parting gift from me. But you sent it via the mail, so just bringing it. Well, it wouldn't fit on the plane. Oh, it's just sent from. I thought you sent it from Vegas. No, it's like it it barely been. fit in my car from the from the post office. Okay. All right. Oh, we're so, gonna, he's opening up box number one here. It's a big yeah, box. Ryer, it's about Ryer's the size of like box. a... It's like a lot a of shredded papers. Uh, oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> she missed you guys. <laughs> she, she was so lonely. 
I believe you were specifically instructed not to bring this. Speaking back. of things that are going to live in Matt's trunk. Oh, man. No. That is, uh, what is that, her name again? This is Jezebel. Jezebel. You had to right. bring that thing with us to the tiki bar. Yeah. It no, will this bring it, we'll bring it to the tiki bar and then maybe leave it at the and tiki then, bar. And then leave yeah, it sneak, there. sneakily leave it on a seat. <laughs> so it's a tiki head. Yeah. That Ryer made for the uh, the Scoop Fest, Scoop in, Fest. in New Jersey and last I, year. I promised I would bring her on every road trip I went on. And originally I was supposed to drive out here. Right. And that fell through. Yeah. And I didn't want to have to pay another $300 for a, a second plane seat for this dumb thing. Please don't. So I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so I spent $60 and had it sent here. Oh, oh man. That is, uh, thank you so much. And you, you've got so much decoration in the churn already. Ryer, thank you. Ryer thank has you. no money, and the things that he chooses to spend money on. Yeah, yeah. right. It's like Smarties and shipping. Yeah. yeah. This, was a, this, was, this was a lame joke in the first place, so I thought I'd, you know, spend it. Just keep it coming home. Keep it going. Beat yeah. that horse, baby. Okay. Holy shit. All right, now I'm going to open really this, this other thing. Right, that's the actual that maniac to us. Let's see here. Uh, thing. Oh, careful. Heads up. Watch it. Whoa. Oh. Oh, no. We need a knife. We need another knife. Get Go to the closet of knives for a knife. Oh, he flicks it open. What a fucking boss. Yep. Flicking the knife open. All right. This is to go along with Jezebel. It's a series of hats. <laughs> Look at that. Ugh, no, what is it? I don't All right, know. Just help. You're the one who knows so much, what it is. There's so much happening. It's a lot of packaging. Never ever an artist for a roommate. Um... Very well packed. <laughs> Paul Maddie, you're on fire right now. <laughs> this, this is a hot day for me, y'all. I started off with a song that's just fucking amazing, and it's been uphill from there. <laughs> is that coming after this episode or was it on the last episode? Uh, that was. I don't know if that song's ever going to make it to air. Oh yeah, that's after this episode. Yeah, so stick around after this episode. No, don't. There's a solid, a Stay solid Paul Mattingly it. song. It's the worst one I've ever done. Oh, man. I don't disagree with anything Paul's saying. And so <laughs> don't do it. It's a terrible song. We owe that Patreon, that song, even if it's horrible. It's really bad, though. We have to give it to them. Well, the thing is, though, it, it's so bad. That's kind of a thing. I actually banned the uh, the Patreon after listening to Paul sing the song. <laughs> the Patreon that requested that song got banned. <gasps> oh. Whoa. Look at that. Ryer made a fancy. That is. Stained glass, uh, the churn. That is badass. Oh, I got to turn that the is flash because you're backlit. Ryer made a fucking uh, beautiful glass stained glass. Is that is that right to say? Uh, no, it's not stained glass, but it's uh, it's, it's painted, painted glass. glass. Yeah, painted there glass. we go. That it says awesome. the churn. It looks like something you'd hang in like a uh, like a cool tavern somewhere. I was gonna right. say it looks like something out of Cheers. Yep. There you go. That's Hold so that awesome, right Ryer. Thank you so much for one of the two gifts you nice. gave us. <laughs> <laughs> It's so nice of we you. We sincerely love 50% of the gifts you've given us. <laughs> like, from the, from, the, from, from, the, from the half line of my heart, thank you so You're much. You're batting 500, bro. <laughs> That's enough to be in the majors. Here, go, go not, put this Nothing somewhere. to slouch at. Nothing to slouch at. Well, I'm glad you guys like Jezebel. That's Where does good. that go? Where can uh, we put we'll, that? we'll find somewhere for it. It's a little big, but you know. You know what we should do? We should yeah, put it. a sideways thing on it and hang it out in the front. <laughs> Paul is drunk. <laughs> we should put a side of the thing with the thing. Put it outside. Put it out in the front. Um, 
let people see it. It's awesome, Ryder. Thank it's you so really much, pretty. That's really cool. Thank you so much. I think actually Jezebel could probably live at Art Square. As long as it's not the churn, I don't care where it is. I think <laughs> right there. It's perfect. On that shelf. It's going to be uh, great. Why is that dick mold still unopened, Jacob? <laughs> no, he opens it every night and he closes <laughs> yeah, it. I've been fucking that dick full mold of juice. so much. It's so full of juice. Oh, God. <laughs> It's filled with mayonnaise. <laughs> now you're awake, Paul. <laughs> a couple of just jokes, and he's right as rain. That's all I need. Eyes open, perked up a little bit. That's all you got to give you me. You mentioned my dick, and Paul's right back into it. <laughs> hey, man. As soon as I hear, oh, man. I hear that ding a ling ling I'm totally distracted. I'm getting in trouble for something as we as we record. What's the matter? Okay. I screwed up something at work. Aww. Nope. There's a mess, and it's my fault. Sorry. Did you see what was attached to this sign, guys? One of my business cards. Oh, God. I thought you were about to flip us the bird. It was going to be really funny. Like, Give us the business. <laughs> Ryer's, Ryer's business already. cards. If you get a chance on them, you should resell them on eBay. They're worth like $6 each. There's <laughs> an unbelievable amount. And not, not from our artistic perspective, just the material that Ryer spent material. to get. The, the, the high-end, the Cadillac package Ryer purchased for his business card package. There are eight trees in each of those cards. Yeah. It's, it's great. The, the card holder that Michael sent me can hold like three cards. It's great. <laughs> of your cards. Yeah. It can hold like 40 of an average yeah, business yeah. person. It can hold right. three of Ryer's artistic weird cards. Yeah. Hmm? Like but a- that reminds me of the business cards they gave us when I, when I worked at Rose Rabbit Live for a Vegas Nocturne. And they gave us that kind of card, like the thick stock cards. Yeah. And uh, we started using them as shims. <laughs> <laughs> we, le- we legitimately like built part of the theater with those business cards. Ryer's definitely like Ryer's business card is definitely like if you're at like a wobbly table outside oh, somewhere. Yeah. Ryer's business card is really good for like getting that table nice and level. The bad thing with Ryer's cards is they actually lift it up a little too high. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it'll just it just tilt, wobbles a different it'll direction. It'll tilt the whole cafe if you try yeah. to put that under a table. <laughs> Just a bunch of spilled coffee drinks all over the place. Uh, oh, man. Are you throwing a brick at me? It's my business card. <laughs> Ryer right, already better at handing out business cards than either Matt or I. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right, let's get us some scoop mail. Uh, we got one here from Sophisto Scoop. Hello, my favorite podcasters. I've been a faithful listener for quite a while and have encountered an interesting side effect from listening to your show. Well, we're sorry to lose you after this week. <laughs> <laughs> Often when I laugh hard enough, even silent giggles, my eyes tear up. I usually listen to your podcast while at work with headphones, of course. I have my own office, so most people do not notice the quiet laughter, but what people uh, but what people do frequently come in and see are the tears in my eyes or notice me dabbing them away. This has been further complicated by the fact that I became a cronut some months ago and have lost 40, uh, 40, uh, 40 pounds. Your and co-workers still going. think you're dying. Everyone <laughs> definitely thinks you're dying. And in a very short period of time. Uh, so my co-workers have noticed two things. I am often perceived to be crying and I've lost a lot of weight in a short period of time. I've connected these two facts one day after trying to figure out why a co-worker was talking to me with a gentle low tone <laughs> similar to that used at a funeral. <laughs> Also, an uptick in the amount of people asking how I'm doing at work. It may be over unrelated, and I'm overthinking it. Uh, I'm debating whether or not to go ahead to get ahead of the rumor mill and tell people that the two awesome discoveries, ICS and Ray, have led to the tears of laughter and weight loss, or write it out and see how far it goes. I, I think can you have fun. tell people that listening to our podcast helps you lose weight from crying. There you go. A lot of water weight. Yep. Uh, I can have fun with it and leave uh, some brochures for hospice care on my desk. <laughs> Gently fucking you in the face, Sophisto Scoop. Thanks, Thank Sophisto. you, Sophisto Scoop. I, I like the hospice care idea. I like that too. 
Yeah, when you lose weight that fast, people think you're dying. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Yep. When in fact you're only dying slower. Uh, who that scoop? Hey, Scoops, I've been listening to PSS since test, 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 and thought it was the funniest podcast around until I started listening to you guys. Aw, shucks. It, who were the funniest podcast around, but now we're not so much anymore. No. Uh, check out that PSS again. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> this week, check them out. Like, they're, they're on the ball. I find myself literally laughing out loud more times than I can count each episode and wanted to share a story to keep the laughs coming. This is actually uh, two blowjob stories. My lackluster first blowjob, then an interesting slash gross Halloween blowjob. Two blowjobs? Dual blowjob story. Hey, Ryer, do you know what that is? Uh, yeah, it's when you take a dick and you go... <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Close enough. Yep. Close enough. Like a dandelion. <laughs> <laughs> you make a wish. Yeah. I, I, would, uh, I was going to say I'd love that, but I would not. <laughs> But it'd be so funny to see someone think they're going to give a blowjob and just blow on the head of a penis like a dandelion. Like, you got it. (laughs) How was that? (laughs) Bitch, suck that dick! (laughs) I'm... Okay, I'll I'll blow harder. No, no! Am I supposed to make a wish every time? No, 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 you're supposed to put it in your mouth. In your mouth. It's It's right near my mouth. No, in! What? In the mouth. The dandelion? Oh, for God's sakes. Just keep doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Paul's dick is now known as the dandelion. (laughs) My first blowjob was nothing too special. We were 17 and sitting in the back row of a movie theater. After successfully giving my first finger bang, my girlfriend felt compelled to finally go down on me. It was great. Nothing happened except I had to come into a wad of napkins because she didn't want to touch that stuff yet. I was satisfied (laughs) because the girl had finally sucked my dick. Yeah. Uh, Now, here's the very interesting story. A few weeks later, my girlfriend and I were alone at my house because my parents wanted to give candy out while they took my six-year-old sister trick-or-treating. They wouldn't have left us alone in the house otherwise. Not having a car yet forced us to get creative with our oral encounters. We had not yet gone all the way. It was uh, getting a little late, and the kids were coming to the house as uh, as much, so I gave her... Or they weren't coming to the house so much, so I gave her that look. She knew what I wanted and agreed. We stayed in the front room so that we could quickly get to the door in case there were more kids wanting candy. You couldn't not give the kids candy? Like, you couldn't just turn the, the porch light off? Yeah. Or stick the bowl outside? There's so many better options here. But anyway, what was the option they went with? Uh, they, they chose to instead uh, do the blowjob by the door so that they could answer it in case trick-or-treaters came by. The, the <laughs> only way this story gets awesome is if they make a costume that's a horse. <laughs> But she's sucking him off while they're dressed up in the costume. Yeah, I've got the like, costume. You see what I'm saying? And then he wears the horse head backwards. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> and you have to walk backwards. That'd uh, be the, awesome. <laughs> in the front room was a rolling chair, which I sat in with my fly unzipped and received the great head that my girlfriend had gotten so good at. Now, this was the first time she was willing to swallow, so I'm pumped and ready to not have to clean up for once. I was so excited and anxious that I came while she was deep-throating and I hit the back of her throat like a target. There we go. Vomit. Immediately, she had this face of, oh, shit. And then I quickly pulled out and pushed myself back in the rolling chair as she threw up (laughs) all over the floor and into her cupped hands. Oh, man. Now, I was fine because I pushed away in time. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the definition of fine here, I don't think. But I was still coming as she was throwing up. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, I came on her face like any 17-year-old dick would do. (laughs) Some landed in her eye. (laughs) 
and on other parts of her face. What is wrong with you? Once I was done, I ran to the kitchen to get towels and something for her to put her vomit in. Is that was something, meanwhile, is that we turn around and there are four kids standing at the door. <laughs> While I was getting these things, who comes through the door? It wasn't trick-or-treaters. Nope, it was my mom, dad, and sis. What? Oh, no! This is why you don't have sex. I quickly zip up while they can't see me and then bring in the towels. My right now, Ryan and his girlfriend are like, see? Oh, <laughs> see? my Told ya. God. My parents asked us what happened, and I told them that she just got sick all of a sudden and threw up. It was kind of true. <laughs> At this time, my girlfriend is still holding the cupped vomit and trying to keep my parents from seeing her face. Oh, because her face is, has come all over. <laughs> Do you her hair? Uh, vomit if, and cum. If, uh... If they're lucky, there were some Cadbury cream eggs mixed in with the <laughs> trick-or-treat candies. And they got a legit excuse. <laughs> I believe Vomit and Cum was, a, was an early name for Penn and Teller. It was. It's true. <laughs> and they're vaudeville days. <laughs> so I stand in front of her to try to block my mom's view of her face while my dad takes my sister into the other room. And then I to tell come, my mom to, to get me more her. towels. <laughs> I hurry and wipe as much of my man milk off of her face while my mom is out of the room. We eventually got cleaned up and spent the rest of the night speculating as to what made her sick. My parents eventually settled for a stomach bug. Now here's the question. 12 years later, what is the relationship I have with this girl now? What is it? A. Married. Friends. Uh, fr friends is B. C. Never smoke, spoke again. D. She dumped me and became a lesbian. Married. Matt? Lesbian. Uh, the answer is A, married. She took uh, that more as a learning experience than yeah. a horrible thing that should never be repeated, yeah. and I love her the for sister that. With the sister and the mom. So now that the sister-in-law and your mom-in-law, their first memory is like you covered in vomit and cum. It's not her first memory. That's like the, uh, every, a, every Thanksgiving, every you try not to bring it up. Yeah, every, every Halloween, Halloween is just like, like uh, <laughs> don't come over. Remember that time you puked all over the floor? Yeah, it's because your son jizzed <laughs> in my throat. Well, you didn't give me what? a little warning. Yeah. Weirdly, they also have a podcast, and she has gone on at length about, oh, yeah, well, when we met, I mean, he came on my face while I was vomiting. And the other hosts are just like, oh, my God, this is the most boring story I've ever heard in my life. That's a dig at me. We live in Orlando, but I lived in New Orleans till I was 13, so who dat? Sincerely fucking you in the face until you vomit and then marry me. Who dat scoop? And that is sent from my Nintendo 64. I love it. Oh, that is a great story. Wow. That made me laugh a lot. Super that woke Paul up. Super gross. <laughs> he kept coming on her face. That's awesome. Well, I just love the roll away move. <laughs> I anytime you can escape vomit is a good thing. Just but, but, whoosh, he ca but he came on her face and then rolled away. No, no, no. He shot one in the back of the throat. She's starting to puke. He knows. He rolls away, and as he's rolling away... A couple of long distance. Yeah. Gave her the, gave her the old long distance The treatment. old long distance. <laughs> <laughs> we got one here from Ice Blue Scoop. Hello there, boys. I just want to say how happy I am that I that you have not been keeping up with emails. See, back in September, or maybe it was October, hell, it's been so long that even I have forgotten, I wrote in about a tragic mishap that I was part of over, over Labor Day weekend. More recently, I sent you all some tasty popcorn, not thinking I identified myself by name as well as scoop name in the popcorn letter. It occurred to me today that I signed off my St. Louis Air Show email with my scoop name. That being said, I wanted to tell you to please keep up the good work. 
I'm not staying current with the scoop mail and thus allowing me to retain some dignity, fucking you in the face almost anonymously. Ice Blue Scoop. Thanks, Ice Blue. Thank you, Ice Blue. I don't know if we ever have, you have found your other one yet or not. No, yeah, I don't know it. what he's referencing there. Yeah, we, we read it. Okay. Oh, there you go. Take yeah. it, remembers. Yeah. Uh, we got one more here from Green Curry Scoop. Hey, guys, how's it going? I've never written in before. I just started listening back at the end of August. Amazing podcast, by the way. I thought I'd tell you a story of the time I was involved in human trafficking. Holy so shit. So there. This is, uh, this is interesting to me. Back in 2004, I had this stupid idea that I would move to China for six months and teach English. It's been 12 years, and now I'm desperately trying to get a green card for my wife so that I can get my family out of this damn country. I have countless stories to tell, but this one is one of my favorites. In 2012, I had just been married the year before, and I was musing with the idea of starting a business in China and maybe another one in the U.S. It was at this time that my wife told... It was in my. It was at this time my wife told that a person that I had worked for a few times wanted to partner with me in a business venture. One problem you'll find as a foreigner in China is that people don't usually take you seriously. Uh, they usually only want to take advantage of the fact that you're not Chinese uh, to help them move ahead in business. The uh, concept of business is new to the Chinese being communist, so they often end up screwing people over in most business deals. To prove his sincerity, my potential business partner told me that he would pay to go to New York City. Uh, he said he had a group of college professors from the northern part of China who needed me to escort them to the U.S. and play translator. Having never been to New York City and also wanting to start a business, uh, this was too good to be true. I took several people who, uh, to me, seemed to fit the description of a Chinese professor on the 13-hour flight from Beijing to New York with only a few minor problems. I lost one guy, another got searched in customs. Uh, everything went off without a hitch. I explored you the city. lost one guy. Yeah. I explored Everyone the city. Everyone a hitch is after he lost the one guy? Correct. Uh, I explored the city, had a great time, and was back on the flight to China within 48 hours. A lot of other stuff happened after this, but I won't go into detail about it as it's not important to the story. However, it was important enough for him to put that sentence yeah, in. Yeah, what the fuck is that sentence doing there? <laughs> However, I've also lived a life, and uh, I also have a car. That's not important to the story, but you should know that I do get the oil changed regularly. Back to the story. Here we go. However, we moved to another city where the business quickly fell apart. We lost all our money and I was getting desperate. It was so bad my wife and, my wife and I couldn't afford food. So my business partner, who always seemed to have an endless supply of money, offered to help. He claimed to have several basketball coaches who wanted to go to Lithuania to learn uh, from some basketball coaches there who, how to do their job better. When I asked why the fuck would they want to go to Lithuania, they don't even know what basketball is there, I was informed that they do indeed know what the sport is and that they claimed they were good at it. It was also easier to get a visa, a visa into the EU than it was to get a visa into the US. Um, okay. Uh, my partner wanted me to escort these people from Hong Kong to Frankfurt and then somewhat, somebody would drive them into Lithuania. The day to take these uh, coaches across Europe has, has arrived. Uh, we went to the airport to meet them, and when they arrived, I about shit. They all looked like they had been pulled right out of the rice paddy earlier that day and given matching basketball uniforms. The tallest person was about five foot nothing, and it didn't take a rocket scientist to understand these people would fail miserably at Jock versus Nerd or anything else sports related. I was scared shitless. All I could think of was that I didn't want to go to a German prison. I don't speak a single word of German, nor does a German shower rape sound like fun. Mm. I was trying to you. To, 
I was trying to stammer out an excuse to my wife and partner as to why I didn't want to go, something along the lines of, are you fucking kidding me? But somehow stupid took over and I decided to go through with it, all while vowing I'd never do it again. What? We had a connecting flight in Singapore where, where I chatted with these coaches a bit. They seemed like nice people, but I still wasn't sure how we were going to get through German customs when the, when the time came. Our flight from Singapore to Frankfurt was about 12 hours, if I remember correctly, and uh, came, with a, came with wonderful food. Our dish was served with a tasty green curry fish. That totally kicked ass. Then we arrived in Germany. The customs area was a mass of human beings from all corners of the globe with long, winding lines of people waiting to get their passports and visa checked by some very serious-looking Why did we talk about police. the meal? What the fuck <laughs> is this scoop out doing? <laughs> Guys, I'm mm, talking about human curry. trafficking. It starts over breakfast. <laughs> delicious, delicious breakfast. I told the Chinese coaches to line up in front of me, and they got to the customs We're Nazi. We're not the customs officer. <laughs> if you're trying to just dazzle us with a bunch of information so that we just wave you by... Uh-huh. Uh, they got to the customs officer and uh, encountered a problem that they could just uh, that they could just ask me to help them. I don't know what this means. Uh, I don't know a- what any of this means. I forget <laughs> what we're listening to. <laughs> there was a really long, uh, nerve-wracking line. I was scared as hell, but trying not to look it. I was somewhere in the middle of this line. It was somewhere in the middle of this line that my colon decided it didn't like green curry fish as much as the rest of my digestive tract oh, did. That was why the green curry this fish. First Ryer, does your girlfriend rumble. know what your penis looks like? Oh, boy. Like a dandelion. I don't even know what my penis looks like. All right. <laughs> in the mouth. Would Fine, you do that? Just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Is she into that? That's now, 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 that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> The first sphincter rumble, very slight but there, and now I'm starting to sweat. Time pretty much stopped at this point. That line would never move again, it seemed, and there I was, scared, sweating, and the sphincter was now starting to quiver, and it struggled to hold back the green curry monstrosity that was trying to burst forth from my ass like a stuttering porky pig at the end of a Looney Tunes short. Now I know why the food's included. Yeah. I'm just wondering why he's surprised that the green curry fish that he ate on an airplane (laughs) didn't agree with him. Usually, like, if, guys, if you're gonna learn anything from Ice Cream Socialist, if you're gonna if you're gonna go into human trafficking, don't eat don't eat the fish. No, you don't get the fish on the plane. You no. don't get the fish dish. Uh, eventually, after a small eternity, the first coach approached the customs Nazi. She was a little five foot tall, uh, tiny Chinese girl in her mid twenties, being stared down by this six foot something blonde haired crew cut mountain of charisma. He scanned her passport visa and invitation letter, then looked down from his lofty perch and asked her something that I was too far away to hear. She looked back at me and shrugged. My sphincter was now dancing, and it wasn't a waltz. I get it, because it's German. Nice. Uh, ne- nice. Well done. Nine. I moved to the front of the line no. and, explained <laughs> nice. and explained to Mr. Happy that I was somehow in charge of this group. Wiener schnitzel, huh? Uh-huh. He asked yeah. me what the purpose was. Ach, Achtung, Sphincter. So I explained Mercedes. the cover story yeah, to him. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> Bratwurst, am I right? Go, Go. into it. The oh. worst. Germany. <laughs> das. He looked down the line that my group of coaches in their little uniforms then leaned over to the guy in the booth next to him and said something in German. The other customs guy, who could have been a clone of the verse, stopped his line, came over to the booth in front of me, and began having a conversation in German with the guy who called him over. Then they laughed while looking at the coaches I was with. He then looked at me and said, all of you follow me. My sphincter was bouncing, my guts had turned to liquid fire, and I was pretty sure I was about to go to a German prison. 
They took us all to an office full of customs agents, none of whom looked like they wanted to be there. We were left standing together while this agent went behind the counter and began talking with several other agents, who all started laughing. People were beginning to stop work so they could come look at the comical sight before them. All the while, all I could think of was, oh, sweet Jesus, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to shit myself in front of all these cops, then go to jail. Finally, a small, soft-spoken man came up with all the paperwork that everyone was carrying. He asked me... Did you eat the green curry? Come with me. (laughs) He asked me how I knew uh, the people I was with and why I was with them. He then asked... uh, what they were there for, and I explained yet again that they were going to Lithuania how to coach, to learn how to coach basketball. He looked at me and asked, oh, they're not here to play but to learn. I said, yes. Then he said, okay, no problem. We thought they were here as players, but no, if they're here as coaches to learn, that's okay. He then stamped all their passports and let us through. I somehow even made it to a public bathroom before all the green curry broke loose. Needless nice. to say, I was the hero to the Chinese coaches, and I've never got involved in human trafficking since. Here's faithfully green curry scoop. I've never been involved in human trafficking since. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you gotta draw a line green somewhere. Green curry scoop. You gotta draw a line somewhere. Like, had he not had that food, would he still be trafficking humans? Is I, that the way to say it? Do you say trafficking humans? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have never I have never gotten involved in human trafficking since. Oh, man. Hold your head high. Oh, man. No, I, th- You're a hero. No, no, you know what? No, I understand exactly what he's going through. China's crazy. Sure. It's crazy. I had some adventures going to consulates and trying to talk to bureaucrats about trying to get people it's it's nuts yeah it's nuts and then and and you finally after hours and hours and hours and hours actually finally talk to a person who can speak english and tell you what's going on and be like uh no they're fucking with you these people are fucking with you that is never going to happen that is never going to happen this is bullshit wow and i mean like it's you tried to get that circus over, right? You were you were went over to China to work with the circus, and then you couldn't get them over here. Amazing, a bunch of a bunch acrobats. of a bunch of flat screen TVs did come over, though, right? Sure, and they're just oh, sitting somewhere. Oh, not flat just... screen TVs, dude. Yeah, they were. It was a full wall of LED. Yeah, it was a full LED wall. We had all the props. God, dude, everything here but the people, but the, but the act. It was but it's just sitting somewhere. I mean, that that is, I, I that, think they that tried casino's to send, like imploded now, right? Yeah, that casino imploded. They're trying to send. They tried to send some of that shit black, back. I have no idea what happened to that production. Oh my god! But in all of your strange experiences dealing with them, were you ever knowingly involved in human trafficking <laughs> that you were concerned about? Uh, because he made it very clear that he realized up front that it was a human trafficking thing, yeah. well, and but, then went through with it instead. Yeah, or went through with it anyway. No. no. But it's 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 weird, just you know, because to try and get a visa for a person in China is almost impossible. Okay, they have to get all these waivers from like relatives that say, "Oh yeah, this person will come back." Right, They'll right, back. right, right. And they have to swear it up and down. And, and which you would and think with over a billion do. people they in the country, do. they'd be fine with people leaving. No, nope, they don't like that. You would really think they would You'd be okay with it, that, but they don't. It's, it's crazy. Um, do we have haikus or we do? Limits? We have a limerick. Okay, excuse. Me. Before we get into that, I just want to say it, uh, a quick uh, update from a, a last uh, heavy scoop mail we got. So oh, I'm yeah. saying this because I know we're going someplace else. So uh, uh, the you know, scoop Dan had written in about being with a family who's dealing with a child that had cancer. Yes. Um, we even had someone write in asking, like, "Hey, is there a way to find out if we can even be a donor?" Uh, oh, nice. donor and stuff like that. And uh, we have good listeners. We do. And so I'll just tell you that the child did not make it. Oh, uh, so no. the, And this is not an example of us reading scoop mail 
way too late. This is an example of it just being horrible fast. Yeah. Uh, just in case, uh, just to eliminate that. I believe we read that one the day it came in. Yes. Either the day or the day after. Yeah. We yeah, read yeah. it promptly. And, uh, and, and so and a lot of people were moved by that story. And we, and we got a lot of notes uh, from that in different, different venues, uh, different social media venues and everything. Um, just to let you know that their family does have a site called uh, stillbrave.org. So www.stillbrave.org. So anyone who's moved by that story and wants to uh, still, still fund uh, this family and, and, the, and, and how they're dealing with their, their, their whole medical deal. I'm sure they have some, some medical costs and some yeah. and final expenses and all that stuff that they'd be very grateful for. Sure. So anyways, move by that story, just check out stillbrave.org. Um, thanks so much. Let's get into offensive Asian material. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've already done the offensive Asian material. That was, the, that was from <laughs> Green Curry Scoop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we just have one haiku. Uh, uh, sorry, one limerick to do here. And that is from Brian T. Wolf. No, no, no. I believe I banned Brian T. Wolf. Uh, too bad. Oh. What happened? Brian T. Wolf is the scoop that I have banned for the song that's going to happen at the end of this episode. <laughs> We've already recorded it. Brian T. Wolf, I'm sorry to say, you're banned, son. Whoa. You, you got, got banned. banned. It's the worst song, but it's my <laughs> fault. Oh, it's Paul's fault. I agree. <laughs> but we can't ban Paul. <laughs> no, it's trickier to ban He's Paul. He's got leverage. He's got leverage. <laughs> Although Brian T. Wolf uh, has given us 50 bucks a month on Patreon, which is more than Paul has given us. That's, that's true. true. Paul just takes that money. <laughs> so we love Brian T. Wolf. Brian T. Wolf, I'm reconsidering the ban. <laughs> uh, Brian would like a limerick uh, topic of bicycles dedicated to Peter Barson. Limerick music. I kind of like the drums at the beginning. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Irish drums. <laughs> it is that weird Irish ass drum that everyone pretends yeah. like they can play at a tavern that no one knows how to actually play. No, it's a weird, just kind of like tambourine drum with a weird tiny, yeah. tiny, tiny hammer, mm-hmm. and everyone kind of like wiggles, wiggles it about like they're some an expert at this weird, <laughs> basically like bad door knocking, polite door knocking noise. <laughs> and you want to add to your Irish music? Where are we? Bicycles. 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 I don't want to ride a bike. I just want to march around. Everyone knows Susie McGowan. She's the finest filly anyone ever found. What's that to like? She's just like a bike. Everyone's ridden her in town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Come ride on my bicycle, do. Come sit on my seat and we'll coo. Over hill and dale, our bike it will sail. Bring your girlfriend, cause I'm built for two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian T. Wolf. It's a solid limerick. Solid limerick if there ever was one. And it gave me a chance to uh, talk about how much I liked the Irish drum. <laughs> Irish drum is hot. All right, we're just going to Jack versus Nerd. Are there thank yous? We we don't have our thank you list. Oh yeah, I'll get so. you some thank yous. Too. Okay, cool. Here's right. a little Jack versus Nerd. Jack versus Nerd. Jack versus Nerd. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
explosion. Oh, it creeps me out every time. But I almost make Jacob play it twice every time. Please play it again. Play it one more time. Please play it again. Chuck versus nerd. Oh, yeah. It's like some bomb went off while someone was fucking... Some hotel got got nuked. <laughs> Thank you, Pat S, for that endless enjoyment. Pat, <laughs> that, that is a gift that keeps on giving, Pat. <laughs> uh, we got a video jock versus nerd today oh, damn it. from Ryan, the protein scoop. Hi, Ryan. Uh, you can find Ryan. Uh, he has a YouTube channel. <laughs> Uh, he, or sorry, he doesn't have a YouTube channel yet, but you can find his YouTube stuff if you search A into G, the letter A into the letter G. A into G. Uh, stands for Get Your Ass Into Gear, and yeah, you can search for that on YouTube. You can also find him at rbaxter226 at, uh, on the on the Twitter. The good old Twitter. Uh, so there's a little intro here that I'm going to play, and then I'm going to do a little skipperoo action here. Skipperoo. That is the wrong fader that I brought up. So now there's a little thing that I'm going to play. Hello, socialites, creamers, scoops, and a hello to the ice cream sandwich. Welcome to a very special episode of A into G, where we teach you everything you need to know to have a ball, unless you're in Arkansas. Today, I'm paying tribute to my favorite comedy trio, the hosts of Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social, Matt Donnelly, Paul Mattingly, and Jacob, the audio guy Smith. These fine gentlemen were my inspiration to be creative and start a YouTube channel. So to you three boys, may Jupiter be forever in your money house. Stay tuned for the second half of this episode for some special jock versus nerd trivia to be answered by Matt and Paul on their podcast. That's and true. that's what we're going to jump to now. And then uh, I'll tell you, I listened to this whole thing. He has a really fascinating uh, history of ice cream, ice cream socials and the ice cream sandwich. It's yeah. really neat. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. I think uh, we'll try to we'll put a link up somewhere. We'll get a link to this somewhere here. Tweet it out, right? Yeah. There you go. Uh, so here we go. And now, let's play a little Jock versus Nerd. For those of you who don't know, Jock versus Nerd is a trivia game played on Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social Podcast, yeah, we know. where Matt attempts to answer questions about video games, comic books, and other nerdy things. We know yeah. that. Paul we know this part. attempts to answer questions about sports. <laughs> These Not tends to, he has to. answered by them on their podcast, and feel free to play along at home, too. And Don't for play my home. favorite audio guy, I included cues on when to pause the video. Good hey, for Paul. Well, you missed this Canada one. Is home to the CFL or the Canadian Football League. Mm-hmm. Canada's capital, Ottawa, also where I live, has its own CFL team. The following are five CFL team names which may or may not be real. One of these is the actual name of Ottawa's CFL team. All right. Guess which one? Okay. Are they the Ottawa Rough Riders, the Ottawa Stampeders, the Ottawa Red Blacks, the Ottawa Lumberjacks, or the Ottawa Beavers. Jacob, go ahead and pause. Oh, I hate I, that, because three of those sound familiar to me. I think they're the Rough Riders. The Rough Riders or the Red Blacks? I think it's the Stampede. All right. I think it was the, I think it was the Stampeders, but the Red Blacks sound really familiar. Yeah. And the, there is a Canadian football team called the Rough Riders, but I just don't think it's Ottawa. Okay. Yeah. I'm going Stampeders. Oh, hey. Welcome back. <laughs> the nice. answer is the Ottawa Red Blacks. Damn! And yes, ah! our team is named after two colors. Ah! Matt, 
Your question is about Canadian video game maker Bioware. Of course. Among others, Bioware is famous for video game series Dragon Age. In this series is a popular reoccurring character named Flemeth, voiced by Kate Mulgrew, who also played Captain Janeway in Star Trek Voyager. Whoa, what nerd hole. What character is Flemeth? One of the following five is correct, the rest are not. Is she an immensely powerful dragon? The leader of an elf tribe? A snarky dwarf woman with a crossbow named Bianca? An immortal witch? Or the main protagonist, should you choose to play as a female character? Jacob, do your thing. Uh, My she, thing is to pause. She actually, uh, she actually goes down on the dragon and he comes so hard that she vomits. Uh, right as his mama dragon and sister dragon come home. <laughs> Correct. It is, it Final is, answer. It, it is the hidden answer. Uh, I think it's the uh, the snarky one with a pet something or other. Snarky. Going snarky. Paul? Snar- snarky with a pet. Uh, I think she's the uh, the elf. <laughs> Good. Oh, man, that took a while. Welcome back. Oh, fuck you, man. Matt, this is actually a trick question, but in your favor. There are two acceptable answers here. Flemeth is an immortal witch who also frequently transforms herself into a dragon. Oh, I was by, by sucking on them. Thanks for everything that you do, and I'll leave you with this. There once was an ice cream social, whose fandom has grown to be global. It's kind of a shock, but while one is a jock, the other one likes to wrestle. And I'll see you next time. I'm a little going to be a little critical of your A-rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> global, social, and wrestle. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, I do want to wrestle. I know. Um, every fucking day. Yeah, let's oh, wrestle. Yeah, no, man. Let's I wrestle. Want to wrestle right now. Oh no! It's right. Roman goes like that fade goes into a creepy tone. Like here, play, play it again. Play it again. Play it again. I'm running my Call the cops. Right there. Look right there on that. I just call the cops. Call the cops. I love it so much. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's pro or anti-woman. I can't decide. It's pro. It's pro. God damn it. And the best part is at the end of this week, uh, when Matt and Ryer go to the uh, porn convention, they're going to meet her. It makes me laugh so much. Oh, oh, man. Man. <laughs> She's like, I'm the girl from the Creepy Jack vs. Nerd. I can't believe I'm meeting you. Oh, my gosh. So cool to meet you. Oh. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. Thank you. I want to thank Michael Calder, who has... Uh, Never thrown up from being uh, from cum, <laughs> but that's only a legend. But that's only a legend. That's allegedly true. I'd like to thank Thomas Bench, uh, who I would like to give Bench warmest greetings to. <laughs> I want to thank Parfait Hate Machine, who uh, <laughs> honestly hates Parfait so much that whenever they get frozen yogurt in their mouth, they vomit on the ground and still have <laughs> still have frozen yogurt over their face and hair. I would like to thank Timothy. Who allegedly is very full of moths. Timothy. I want to thank Rykoff Ivan, who invented the yogurt machine that makes Parfait Hate Machine vomit uh, from having yogurt in his hair and face. I'd like to thank Warren Bra, 
<laughs> You're welcome, bruh. You're welcome, bruh. I want to thank Ryan Tote or Tight? Tate. Tate. I want to thank Ryan Tate, whose totes are tight. <laughs> I'd like to thank William Berdeen, who uses Baleen in the stream. I want to thank Soup Squatch, who uh, is not not fun to fuck with when it comes to his beef jerky. Scoop Squatch. <laughs> I'd like to thank Jen Brown, who is always down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Always down, Jen Brown. <laughs> Always down, Jen Brown. Down bicycle. Um, <laughs> oh, no, she's gonna hate that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. I don't know why. You nicknamed her Always Down. Like, oh, well, we just called you a slut. What's the big deal? No, Always <laughs> Down because she's a police officer. Oh, like Always Down to fight crime? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the only bad guy? Nope. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so, was Jen Brown in my version, on the case. Yeah, it's the thing. In my version, she's the girl moaning. In your version, she's the bum that goes yep, off. Yep. She kicks up. She kicks open the door. She hears that. She's like, "Oh, I bet those are some fucking human trafficked uh, sex slaves." I'm gonna kick, <laughs> kick this door open, fix this shit. I want to thank Scorbutic, who is the bum, a moaning and a bum. <laughs> I would like to thank Danny Olwine, who, of course, as always. Far more valuable than young wine. Nobody wants to drink young wine. I want to thank Susan, who has a twin named Sue Daughter. Sue Son and Sue Daughter. Son joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also want to thank the alleged not-so-famous Paul, whose balls have never been on stage. Allegedly. Allegedly. I'd like to thank uh, Christy Salinas, who... Uh, Runs a zoo for human trafficked people. <laughs> Allegedly. They never make it anywhere. They just become a zoo? They just become a zoo. Oh. They get halfway between here feed and... Those, feed those animals. It's in Luxembourg. That's oh. why human trafficking is such a big deal. That's a yeah. big deal. It's a real big deal. Who else? Jacob? Uh, Matt. Matt McKenzie. Michael. Michael Wentz. Patrick Webb. Peter Hentz. Uh, Peter uh, Duggle. Uh, Phil Tomlinson, Pickles, Rebecca, Rich Johnson, Roger Edge, Sarah Boyle, Scoopy and the Beast, Sean Daughtery, Sean uh, Sean Schmidt, Shayla Bullock, Six, Tony Crawley, Tristan Navashjum, Tristia Petty, <laughs> Wally uh, Wally Valters and McFeeders, Brandon A, Chris, Christine Alesser, Daniel Grabios, and Daniel T. Thank you, everybody. If you want your name butchered by Jacob, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash scoops. If you hate hearing your name pronounced correctly, back us on Patreon. Uh, all kinds of fun packages for you, including Paul's tiny package. My itty-bitty baby one. All right. Uh, well, uh, good luck to Tom Needle Dick Brady <laughs> this weekend and trying to beat Peyton Manning. Uh, lace licking. Lace licking. Lace licking dickin Brady. Always sticking to the playbook. Tom Brady. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys thank you uh, Ryer for being an intern thank for you Ryer for being an intern big round of applause for Ryer thank you so much for your gifts and uh, we will miss you although you're still hanging out with us for another four days um, oh, yeah. <laughs> she'll miss you more she'll miss you more this is my Ryer we've, we've definitely convinced Ryer he's done the right path by staying away from sex oh yeah everything you will you will die from a bomb if you have sex <laughs> um, alright uh, yeah that's it okay uh, thank you to all of the uh, folks uh, all of our, all the people on our social media all over the place look for us anywhere Pinterest Instagram Tumblr 
we're always at Hey Scoop. So uh, Instagram, uh, uh, the big ones are Twitter and uh, Facebook, where we do most of our interactions. You can follow Paul on Twitter, the famous Paul. You can follow Jacob uh, at Audio Guy. Jacob, I got a Paul. You, uh, you can follow Matt at, at Sweet Matty D. D. You can follow Ryer Appledorn at Ryer Appledorn. Uh, spelled weird. Spell it weird. Yeah, don't, if you try to spell it right, you're, you're making a mistake. Yeah. Aply Doon. Aply Doon. Uh, all right. Take it away, Dippin' Dots Jack. We'll see you soon. Aply Stick around for the worst song that Paul has ever sung in his life. It is. It's so bad. But I hope it went over the line of so bad it's good. Probably not. <laughs> Just stayed solely in the bad. 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 What is this song about, Jacob? Well, Paul, it's a song about love. It's aren't, a song about life. Aren't they all in some way? I suppose. I don't know what this one is. I haven't read the whole thing yet. I only read the style that they wanted. Anyway, this is from Brian T. Wolf. So it's a song about love, and it's a song about life, and it's a song about wolves, but not at all. Uh, he wants, in the style of Rodgers and Hammerstein, topic, Fremont Street versus The Strip. We're going to throw one more. One more option. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going down to the strip or to Fremont Street. I'm going down to the strip or to Fremont Street. I'm going down to the strip or the Fremont Street. I guess I have to choose. Started so I'm going high. down to the strip or to Fremont Street. I'm going down to the strip or to Fremont Street. I'm going down to the strip or to Fremont Street. I guess I have to choose. One. Oh yeah, I have to choose. One has bums and freaks and freaks. One has bums and freaks. The other has homeless people and freaks and bums and freaks and monsters. I'm going to Fremont Street or down to the strip. I'm going to Fremont Street or down to the strip. I'm going to Fremont Street or down to the strip. I guess I have to choose. One is the strip with the cool people. And one is Fremont Street with the cool people. And one has lots of gambling. And one has fountains and gambling. And one has a ceiling and one has no ceiling. But both have a ceiling in some of the places you go. How will I choose? I just don't know. Do I gamble? With my time, do I go to Fremont or the street? Flip a dime. I'm going to Fremont Street or down the strip. Yeah, here we go. Uh, uh. I'm going to Fremont Street or down to the strip. I'm going to Fremont Street or down to the strip. I'm going to Fremont Street or down to the strip. I guess I have to choose. I'm going to Fremont Street down to the strip. I have to.
Brian T. Wolf is officially banned. <laughs> You're banned. <laughs> Brian T. Wolf, out of there. You're banned, son. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it, it, it was. <laughs> See you, want- you tomorrow, Scoops. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Paul won't be so drunk. <laughs> that, that's so bad. Dude, do, do, do it again. No, that's it. That's what you get. See you, Scoops. Blame Brian T. Wolf. <laughs>